Hey guys, welcome to Burn the Ships, the podcast for dreamers who want to live more courageously and have more fun doing it. My name is Jordan Nations, and today is the launch of this project, which I am so excited about. From the start, I built this podcast to be a conversation amongst friends that would inspire all of us to do more of what we love in this world. Two of my favorite people doing that just happen to be my roommates, Preston Sumrow and Eric Decker. I love these guys. Both of them have shown me so much of what it means to not stop at dreaming, but to go on and build the thing that you're dreaming about. They're also stupidly funny and ridiculous, which you will hear in all of our stories today. This quarantine means that most interviews will be virtual for a while. But for this one, I told Preston and Eric to just bring a chair to my room, we'd hit record, and see where things spun out to from there. You will not be disappointed. I had no idea how much I'd laugh and how inspired I'd be afterwards. Just go for it in my life. If you like what you hear today, the best way to support this conversation is to share it with your friends. Subscribe to it on your podcast app. Leave a rating or a review. I really believe in what this conversation around courage could do for us in this modern, crazy, weird world that we live in. So please help us get it out there. We cannot do it without you. Thank you so much for listening. Here is my interview with two of my favorite guys on the planet, Preston Sumrow and Eric Decker. All right, I'm here today with my roommates, Eric Decker and Preston Summerow. Guys, um, thank you for coming to my very nice studio. You're welcome. Give it up for us, you guys. Give it up for us. What a pleasure to have us. Quarantine best friends. (laughs) Really nice. We've been stuck in this house for too long. A long, it's been a long time. What what are we? 75 days, something like that? Something like it. Um, I think you guys, I I obviously uh, know you guys somewhat well, but for people who are listening to this, which is hopefully more than my mom, uh, you just introduce yourselves for a second to people listening. Uh, I would like Eric to introduce me. Okay, that's nice. Eric, you introduce Preston. Preston, you introduce Eric. Okay, great. Hey, everybody. I'm Eric. I'm going to be introducing Preston today. Preston uh, Summero is our roommate and uh, your local uh, bad boy philanthropist. Uh, kid has a lot of money, but he's also a bad boy when he wants to be. So uh, give it up for Preston, everybody. Preston. Oh, you guys, you're so sweet. <clears throat> Your turn. Hey, what's up? You have uh, to introduce me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, what's up? I'm Preston introducing my friend, Eric Decker. Now, by his looks alone, you may be kind of not impressed, but don't let that sway you. The people okay? can't see what he looks like. Can you describe it real okay, quick? Okay. Imagine yeah. someone who's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's that's Eric, but it's it's okay because want to know what this guy biggest heart, hardest worker you've ever seen in in an ugly person, and I think that goes a really long way in 2020, especially when you're trapped in a house. Um, he he started it's what's inside that counts. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is. We see your heart, Eric. Yeah, uh, thanks he, guys. He started a cleaning company in 2007. Um, Sold it. Called Larry and the Boys Clean Your House. <laughs> he changed. He legally changed his name to Eric. Last week, <laughs> let's give it up for Eric. Eric, so give it up for me. Give it up for me, <laughs> uh, Eric. I don't think you're that ugly. Thank you. I appreciate. I would consider myself a solid three. Wow, I, that was generous. But yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> going out of twenty. I'll take it. Sure. Uh, you guys are both uh, videographers. Is a big part of what you're doing, mm-hmm. Preston. But in two totally different ways, you're doing video. Uh, Preston, you're doing it on tour mm-hmm. most of the time with Lauren Daigle. Daigle's Bagels. Daigle's Bagels. She makes bagels on the side. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and her tour is uh, got postponed, so you're here, which it is did. sad for her, but really happy 
for me most days. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about that. that yeah, the foot. Maybe most. Eric, uh, you, I can't wait to talk about it later, but you run a company, which is cool. Well, a lot of people don't know that. You run a um, wedding video company. And you started on YouTube this year, um, and I remember when I moved in, and you said, I'm doing this YouTube thing, and I went to your channel, and there was like 500 people watching. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't know if this kid's doing the YouTube thing well. Like, <laughs> That's maybe, so funny. Maybe he needs to like rethink it. Yeah. I, I imagine myself in your position of having somebody tell me that they're doing YouTube. Right. And seeing that and being like, this kid is going to go work at freaking Marshall's next week because yeah, he can't. For sure. Yeah. I like expect you to be Uber driving or something. Yeah. And, uh, and then it took off. And now you're getting, I mean, hundreds of thousands of views on videos. Um, brands are reaching out to you. It's cool stuff. So we're going to talk about that too. Yeah. Cool. Because <laughs> I want to. <laughs> um, I think it's really funny that I moved in here. What was it? Six months ago? Six months ago. Seven. And I didn't know either of you guys before that. Zero. And now we're all great friends. Crazy. Uh, and I moved in when no one was at the house. They just You sent me a picture of the key, Preston, and mm-hmm. said, here's where the key is. It was very intentional. We didn't know Jordan. So it was this, this move, like, let's just... <laughs> Show him where the key is. Just throw yeah. him in the fire. We got to throw him to the wolves. In. Well, it, it was a test. Uh-huh. And you passed for sure. You did really well. Okay. Uh, we're glad, glad to have you. Can you tell us a little bit? We've, we've got, obviously gotten the pitch. Give us a little a pitch on uh, what this what this podcast is and why we're here. Oh, nice. That was nice. good. That was good. We didn't even plan that. Um, man, I've told you guys the story, but this whole podcast is, is courage. It is bravery. It is doing something like way better than normal with your life. Um, based on this old story of uh, this general I told you guys about who like was tasked with going to take over um, this Visigoth kingdom, like what used to be Portugal and Spain. And he sails up there with these 7,000 dudes and he's facing 100,000 dudes that are like waiting on the shore for him. So cool. Which is crazy. And everyone's freaking out. You know, all the soldiers are like, get us back in the ship. And he looks at him and is just like, burn the ships. Burn all of our ships. And the whole thought being like, burn it so that we have no choice. We are either going to die or we are going to win. And they win and like establish a kingdom that literally stayed for 800 years. Yeah. Um, so this obviously is not about like going and actually burning these ships. Uh, but it is about doing things that are, you know, big, courageous, risky today. Like what does that mean today when we don't have big armies to command or whatever? It's such a great name. Fire. It's so good. And your podcast voice it sounds oh yeah very legit i'm glad i'm glad preston i'm gonna start with you on that like premise of burn the ships risking being courageous uh with what you're doing you quit your job last year i did um to be a freelancer without a real plan which is the most you thing i've ever heard in my (laughs) life dude such a good story i freaking love this will you will you tell a little bit about that and like what that was like for you and um yeah, like just burning everything and saying, I'm going to start fresh. Mm. So there I was. <laughs> there you were. <laughs> Naked. Alone. In afraid. My, in my house. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so I decided to quit my job. I think it was May of 2018. And yeah, man, um, one of my close friends from college passed away. Uh, I think it was in, it was in April of 2018. And, uh, yeah, for me, it was this, it was this big eye opening moment of 
just kind of a, a reminder of how short life actually can be. Yeah. And it kind of allowed me to look my life in the mirror in a way and just kind of think about like, man, like where am I headed? What do I, what do I want to be doing? I was working at this like really great um, agency at the time called Campfire with really close friends and it was super comfortable and I love the people I worked with and the thought of leaving was always so scary because I didn't want to leave something um, that meant so much to me. Uh, but yeah, when Evan passed away, it was this kind of like, wow, man, he was 25 yeah. and he was married for a year and then everything changed. Um, so yeah, uh, it was like a, you know, foundation shattering thing and, uh, decided to jump, um, like you said, with no plan, Yeah. uh, and made the jump, um, uh, made a bunch of random videos for a few months, real estate stuff, um, branded, like, are you making like any sort of money in this time? Or are you just like scraping? Uh, by? I'm making money at the time. Okay. Um, I had like a few jobs lined up, but nothing, yeah. nothing sexy or anything. Okay. Uh, real estate. Uh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so then I got a call, I guess it was in September from my friend, John Gray, who I used to intern for at Brownsbridge community church. Uh, when I was in high school, he calls me and he's like, Hey man, uh, you're probably super busy and, um, you probably don't really want to do this, but I just pitched you to do video on tour with Lauren Daigle. Do you remember who that is? And I said, no. Um, <laughs> and I stopped him and I was like, Hey man, she's like on the billboard top 10. Right. Yeah. Um, I was like, Hey man, uh, I'm not busy at all and I definitely want to do it. So please sign me up. Um, he laughed and he's like, okay, well just meet, uh, the whole band at this Walmart in Franklin, Tennessee in two weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Like you did not talk to Lauren's team beforehand. No, no, just oh, him. My. Uh, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, fine. I've done this before. Um, haven't done it before. Super nervous. Drive from Atlanta to Nashville. Uh, he th said it would be a good idea for myself and his son, who is actually assisting me on the road. It's his uh, birthday today. Uh, yesterday. 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 Yeah. Happy birthday, Lawson. Happy birthday, yes. Lawson. You did it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, John was like, oh, it's going to be a good idea if you guys get there like five hours early, which was way too early. We had nothing to do. Uh, eventually, uh, parking lot, um, all the buses roll up and, uh, yeah, just kind of like pretended like I'd done it before. And it has been almost two years, uh, on the road and I've made friends with everybody and, uh, and they've like taken me to all these places and yeah, dude, it's, it's the craziest thing. It's crazy that that's like become such a normal part of my life. So you got, you got on a tour bus, not knowing the people that you were going to be bunking with. No, no, not at all. Uh, but like the, the road life is such a, um, there's like such a culture behind it. And if you don't know how to do it, there is definite, uh, judgment just by like the way people look at you. Okay. You know? Top, top two. What do we need to know? Don't Eric and I are going on the road. What's, what's number one. Don't you dare poop on the bus. Don't poop on the there bus. There are not. I've heard you say that. So there's, there aren't grinders on these buses. Uh, <laughs> And since there aren't grinders, like a grinder is what like grinds the poop. Is that yeah, okay, disgusting? Yeah. That's gross. Just <laughs> grinds the poop. Ew, dude, <laughs> gotta whisper that part. Um, 
so there's no grinders uh so the poop will get stuck and it's like a 200 dollars fee and it's like don't do it someone did it a few weeks ago and the entire tour was floored we still don't know who it is was so that the first time uh on this on the in the past two years it's the first time was it you it be wasn't uh, oh my gosh if it was me it, this would be quite the time to reveal it <laughs> yeah it would be i feel but like no. you would too just for laughs just because you can't keep secrets <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, it wasn't me but if the culprit's listening we're gonna find you okay we're gonna find you um <laughs> uh, so yes don't poop in the bus and uh we you sleep in these little coffins that are bunks yeah uh and you have to make sure to sleep with your feet towards the driver because if the driver slams in the brakes and your head is towards the driver, you'll oh, wow. break your neck real quick. Break, snap a neck. They call that a, the, the old neck breaker. The old neck breaker. <laughs> yeah. So you've, you've seen a couple of people that happen to them, huh? People die all the time on uh, the bus from neck breakers. Well, I, I heard one a week. I haven't one, met them. One a week. They're dude. gone. They're <laughs> just constantly replacing drummers. And stuff. Always new. <laughs> Um, so yes, if you guys want to come on the road, don't mess those up. Got it. Don't mess them up. Eric, let's talk about you. Sure. Uh, it's your favorite subject. So let's talk. It's about my, it. dude, I'm so self-absorbed. <laughs> I'm so self-absorbed. Um, no, let's talk about you. Cause you have a lot of like these burn the ship moments too, right? Sure. Like, yeah. You, um, you were in college and you left college. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of people, they're like leaving college moment is not that exciting but for yours like it was really it seems like a big part of your trajectory yeah and where you're going um and let's talk about starting this youtube thing yeah um i always call it your youtube thing i don't know what else to call it yeah i mean i the same i don't know what to call it either i think uh as far as like the first like burn the ship moment was yeah i mean coming out of coming into and out of college was like a crazy thing because i so i always like wanted to do something like great like that was always my goal like what yeah. am i gonna do and i remember reading freaking elon musk's autobi or biography or whatever and i was like dude i'm gonna be the next elon musk and i go to college <laughs> basically i was a diver in in, in high school oh yeah uh, i started a dive team and then that got me into a bunch of scholarships i was a terrible student i had like a 2.6 gpa uh and that was the only way that i was gonna go to college and so i had all these scholarship offers basically long story short uh i go to this state dive competition where i'm gonna be like like top three basically in the state, do my dives, get the scholarship, go to a great school. Uh, I basically go up, fail a dive. It puts me into like 14th place in the state. All my scholarships get pulled out. I go to like this college that was the last one on my radar. Ends up being like, you know, a blessing in disguise basically. But um, yeah, start a video company in college. Uh, Try to be a mechanical engineer because I want to be like Elon Musk. I work way harder than anybody in any of the classes. Fail out of freaking being I a. I didn't know that's that was your major. That was my major when I went into college because I wanted to be the next. You Elon wanted to Musk. be Elon. I wanted to be Elon. That's great. So Big I was a, e. I was a uh, mechanical engineer and I freaking could not, dude. I would wake up and fall asleep in the freaking library for three months straight. I and didn't you go. Still, home. You still weren't. I was fail, I was going to classes and I was just failing out of every class. Oh man! So I realized pretty quick. You, I just wasn't built for it. So anyway. Um, yeah, I did that for a while and then started a video company on the side as well. Um, that ended up doing pretty well. And I remember talking to a mentor like basically halfway through sophomore year that when I was like, I want to make $100,000 making videos in a year. Uh, and he's like, dude, there's no way to do that if you're in college. Like you can do the college thing or you can do the video thing, but you're not going to be able to do both. So I was like, all right. And so I freaking heard that. And uh, I went to some meetings. They're like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to drop out. So I dropped out. And uh yeah, that year ended up hitting 
the hundred thousand dollar goal, which was like this moment for me of like, okay, I can, if I set my mind to something like, I think you can do it if you work really hard at it. So we got this like cheap little office upstairs in like a CrossFit gym and just started cranking out freaking videos, learning a ton. It was my friend Josiah and I started it together. Um, yeah, man. And we just pushed and, uh, learned the video thing. So over the last few years, I basically, you know, started a video production company, which turned into a wedding specific company that services weddings, video and photo nationwide. And then sort of used that platform over the last six months or so to, um, you know, really focus on the YouTube thing, which was kind of always the goal. So it's been a pretty interesting journey, man. Uh, a lot of, uh, jump off the cliff fight or flight moments. Um, but yeah, when, when did you, when did you drop out? How many years Halfway ago? Halfway through my sophomore year. How many years How ago? Many years That's ago? a good question. I was supposed <laughs> to graduate. I was supposed to graduate college, I think, in 2019. So maybe like two and a half years ago, I dropped out of college. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I lived in Dahlonega for a while. I was at University of North Georgia. And then uh, at some point, I guess like a year and a half ago, I moved to Atlanta in, the, in this house that we're in right now. Cheers. Cheers, dude. Cheers to this what house. What a freaking pleasure uh so yeah so that's that's a kind of the long story short cool your youtube is awesome first off i love it thank you my brother um i got to sh- I, got, I was your shooter your uh your video <laughs> you guy were, this last one that was you the first were, for me you, Jordan you did a great re- job he's a really talented he is shooter. dude he that actually was, did a great job honestly you just put it in my hands and i was like i guess this is what i do now um yeah which was awesome your youtube uh is awesome you've done one where you snuck into um mm-hmm. a Jake Paul, Logan Paul fight thing down yeah. in Miami to yeah. meet um, Logan Paul and yeah. fake apply for this job, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got on the David Dobrik's vlog. I did. Uh, yeah. Which is crazy. If yeah. people don't know who David is, uh, you sleep under a rock. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> snuck in and you tried to give Offset his Drip cereal. Us. I did. The uh, Drippos. Yep. What is it about sneaking into places? Why is that a thing for you? Dude, I don't know what that is, man. I feel like it's funny that Preston's in the room because I feel like that was like a cornerstone of our relationship. The first the be- time that... The beginning. It was the beginning, dude. Instagram just issued the update where you can see other people's comments on photos. And I there was a club in Atlanta that's shut down now, but it was called Opera Nightclub. And I found out that this guy named Rory Kramer, who is a big videographer, was going to be there that night shooting for a man that I wanted... that, that And I wanted to meet him. So I thought... Well, I, I don't have any credentials. I've been to this place before. I bet I can dress up in all black with my camera, just say my camera guy and sneak in. I comment on his photo hoping that he's going to reply. And I just say, see you there. That's it. I'm I'm following Rory at the time. Okay. And I'm also following Eric. I have not met You guys Eric. had not met at that point. I hadn't met. Someone told me to follow him. He lived in the area. I was like, oh, this guy seems kind of ugly. And oh, <laughs> I started to clean he's the a, company. He's a three. He's a three out of ten. <laughs> Very attractive, yeah. talented person. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, so I had followed him, and then, uh, yeah, like he was saying, it was, it was right when you could uh, see who you followed um, commented on photos first. Uh, and then I saw Eric, and he said, see you there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know someone who's going to be at the place where Rory's going to yeah. be. I want to meet this videographer. Right. Uh, so I DM Eric, and then uh, – I don't know if we'd ever spoken before. And I was like, dude, if you like need any help or like a third shooter, please, like I would love to come with someone to meet this guy. And Eric <laughs> reveals to me, he's like, yeah, man, like, uh, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be there. Uh, I'm just going to like try and sneak in. Um, the odds of us getting in are pretty slim, but if you want to join us, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. That's uh, how it went. And so he, 
I told him let's meet at uh, this Red Lobster. <laughs> at a Red Lobster? Did you get any cheese biscuits? Dude, it's so good. It's so good. I uh, so I go to this Red Lobster. I've never been like the, <laughs> I'm from like way up north. I've never been this far up 400 before. It's a joke, but I really. I mean, I didn't know where I was. So I go to Red Lobster. I freaking go in and I get a table like one of those little buzzers, and I get a table. And then I call Preston and say, "Hey, man, I've got a table waiting for us." And he's like, "Oh." Uh, Hey man, yeah, I was just thinking we'd like meet there and then I'd go across the street to Crystal to eat. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, totally. I wasn't oh, saying that. Yeah. I wasn't gonna eat here. I was not gonna eat here, dude. Oh, it's so stupid. That was such meanwhile, a stupid idea. he's inside at a table. I, I remember being so confused that you thought we'd actually eat. At the I lobster. remember being so confused. Why? I'm like, this kid is freaking bougie. He's gonna get dinner at the Red Lobster. Are you serious? Eric's cracking open a crack. Lo- crack yeah, leg bro, what are we doing? On you. So yeah. So then we hop in Eric's car. Yeah. We drive from Roswell down to downtown Atlanta. We park the car. Uh, We all have our cameras. Uh, We see the club, and Eric's like, "Okay, uh, that this is how we get in." Yeah. We just gotta like act confident. Yeah. Die to the lie. Die to the lie. Walk right in. And I remember my heart racing really oh my gosh like there's a line of a hundred people and you're just walking in and we we cross everybody all hundred people and we walk in front of <laughs> so them funny, dude. and we wave at this security guard who's six foot 15 okay <laughs> my heart racing right uh and then he, <laughs> I, i'll never forget he looks at us and, and he says <laughs> y'all videographers and eric goes oh yeah yeah, yeah. and he like raises his camera up and he kind of looks at us and goes all right come in <laughs> and that was it they pat us down they pat us down we run and we meet in the bathroom of, of the club <laughs> and we're freaking out dude yeah. this is like our one moment in the right. night to actually respond emotionally we're like <sighs> meanwhile eric and i had just met an hour before this moment. Yeah, we just pressed on a shaved head at the time, I remember. I did. Yes. And you guys are like in the middle of this. I remember meeting you and <laughs> and thinking this is not what I expected this guy to look like. <laughs> I probably looked way more intimidating with you my look, buzz cut. No, you looked way worse. <laughs> <laughs> two out of ten on the attraction. <laughs> two out of ten. Solid two out of ten. That's yeah, that's um, high. So yeah, we uh it's it's crazy thinking that's how we met. Yeah. The night was amazing. We we met the we met the videographer we wanted to meet. Um, it all kind of climaxes to this moment where um, we have made our way up into the VIP area. We've been in the club for four hours waiting for the show to finally start, uh, and we we see Rory Kramer, the videographer, the guy you were trying to see the whole time, the whole time, and there he is. Uh, but he is behind this stanchion. Okay, there's maybe 15, 20 people on our side of the stanchion More. and then a hundred people on our a side thousand right. people a thousand people <laughs> uh and and then rory and the the djs are within it uh i remember us seeing him and the djs and eric looks at me and goes well here goes nothing <laughs> he never said that but that's how i like to remember it. yeah <laughs> i said something cool like so that something sure. super cool yeah goes underneath the stanchion and just freaking walks just in, walks in dude in this in this moment, I am thinking to myself, "So good, this kid is freaking crazy." Because usually, I'm the I'm the person in the friend group that has always like challenged the rest of my friends. Right. This is a moment where I felt like, "Whoa, he has stepped one step further," and I'm like so nervous, and I'm like, "Dang it, I have to do it." Then I go underneath the stanchion, walk right in. Uh, 
And yeah, we just started talking to the guy and, and Eric led the way. Uh, we talked to him for 20 minutes or so. He's a super cool guy. So cool. Uh, <laughs> we had a good time though. Yeah. So that was where it all, that was where it was born. Long story long. That long story long. It's right a great there. story. That's, that's a nice story. I love story. that story. But you guys like, um, it's funny you say that they like, you're the normally the person like challenges and like pushes things far. Cause I feel like that's, that's kind of a thing for like, like I felt that coming in here where I, I came in and I was like, Oh no, I'm the cha- I'm the guy that challenges mm. things. And then you guys were like, you know, sneaking, you snuck a bus into music midtown uh-huh. or stuff like that. Right. Um, and it's been so fun to be a part of. It's like, I, I feel like I'm a shrimp now. It's, <laughs> it's a cool, it's a cool combination to have all in like a, a living situation really yeah i think especially during this quarantine time where we wake up and we see each other again and then we live the same day over and over and over again uh i feel like every day one of us looks around and just goes we're still doing this we're still doing <laughs> it we're still here 100 percent. it's cool because i feel like all of us kind of push each other um if it's like creatively or like in an entrepreneurial standpoint. Um, and I think it, it provides for just an environment that's, that's growing all of us. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. There's, there's so much like just synergy around being in the same space as people who are all grinding on what they're like, Eric, we were talking last night about, um, one night a few weeks ago when like you and I were both up super late and I was like, I was writing in my room and you were editing video in your room and like, just the fact that I knew you were in your room editing made me want to keep sitting here and like, right. Oh like, yeah. It's like so I wanted to look out and make sure that like your light went out before my light went out, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you right. know, just out of competition. Oh, I love it though. I think it's a great thing, but it's, it's so good. And like, uh, it's been fun to like, we all kind of encourage each other's thing. Right. And uh, I think that's been really cool. Yeah. It's definitely a good. Uh, it's, it's an environment uh, that is super conducive to growth, which is yeah. super cool, which you uh, need, like everyone needs, if they yeah. really want to do anything big, you like need, other people doing it you know yeah, totally. it, it multiplies agreed what um you guys have both had like what a lot of people would say is success in your area whatever it is like there eric you have 123,000 people that subscribe to youtube and i know your goal is like higher you're gonna keep pushing but for so many people they'll never get there <laughs> Preston, there are plenty of people that want to be like a on a tour Right. And we'll never get past little podunk town tour that they're on or whatever. <laughs> what? So you guys have like had success in what you're doing. Um, what is a misconception about success? I feel like there's all these people chasing success, but they don't know what they're going to feel on the other side. So mm. there's people who have had it. Like what's a misconception about it? I think the first thing that I like when you say that, the first thing I think about is. I don't know. I I feel like it's so easy to have that goal of like, oh, just one day, once I get here, then I will feel fill in the blank. It's good. And then you get there and you, you would have thought that there would feel like some sort of like overwhelming satisfaction. Uh, and it's, it's there for sure, but I feel like it only lasts for a small amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then then you just make the next goal and the next goal and the next goal, which is cool. And I think kind of attributes to successful people succeeding, you know? Um, But I do think there is like this side of it that like, I don't know. I think the more you succeed and you hear like rich and famous people say this all the time that like the more you succeed, the more you realize like it won't ever truly fulfill, you know? 
Um, but don't get me wrong. It's, it's very satisfying, like, like hitting the goal, but I think it makes you want to keep doing that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's good. No, it's great. I think, uh, I would, I would agree. And I would add on to it that, um, I think that I get a lot of DMs about it uh, mm. and people asking and like, I'm ready now. Like people, <laughs> yeah. people see, cause it, it is a big, like, um, it is a big, like, uh, what do you call that? Like theme of my videos is like, if you decide you're going to do something, you can go do it. Like that's the idea of the videos. So I get a lot of like kids messaging me saying like, I'm ready for success now after watching your video. Uh, and like, and then I see people like do the whole like move to LA or they think this is going to do it or they think right. that's going to do it or they think there's like this topical thing that they can do that's going to create a chain of events that are going to make them successful. Uh, and I think that like all of it is like so untrue. Like there's no course that's going to fix mm. like whatever it is that you want to get to. There's no like m big move that's going to take you somewhere else and all of a sudden you're going to be successful. There's literally... Like I, I think I heard this like when I was like 16 or something in a Casey Neistat video, but he, and I, I love this guy, but he said, there's only two things that you should be doing in your life. And that's either one figuring out what it is and then two doing it. And <laughs> that's, that's great. It. Like that's the, that's only, great. That's like it. So it's, it's either you're figuring out what you want to do or it's two doing it. And I feel like that's like, if you're looking for like a formula for success, that's it. There's yeah. no like cheat code to it. It's like, you can ask Preston. Um, I mean, all of us in the room, like it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work that's not seen and you just make a decision that you're going to do something and you commit your life to it and you either succeed or right. die trying like that. <laughs> that like, yeah. it sounds crazy, but I feel like that's the only way to get there. Right. And a lot of like throwing spaghetti at the wall yeah, in a way, dude. Yeah. like no one, you would have never known Eric that that one video of you flying to, to Miami was going to be the big one yeah. that would catalyst everything. No way. Cause if you knew that you would have just done that a year ago. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think in order to reach that success, there is so much trial and error yeah. and so much just throwing spaghetti at the wall while you're crying your eyes out because yeah. nothing's sticking. Yeah. But you have to continue to grab those noodles and just chuck them at the wall. <laughs> please, it, dude. <laughs> and then it sticks and it's like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay, wind in the sails. Keep chucking. Let's go. The noodles. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys can't tell, Preston is the CEO of creating visuals around. Literally, his arms are waving, throwing noodles at my wall. Yeah, yeah, I'm sweating yeah. right now, yeah. you guys. I'm still doing it, oh. dude. That's it. That's it, though, man. Like I think about like the TikTok thing, and I remember yeah. I had like 200 followers, less than 200 followers, right. and I decided like I'm going to somehow get to 100,000 followers on TikTok, right. and. Yeah, dude. I mean, I and just you got made, there in like three weeks. Yeah, I just decided like I'm going to post five a day and whatever one performs the best, I'm going to like analyze that one and take the best of whatever that was and try it tomorrow five more times. And then right. the best of whatever that is and try it the next day five more times. And like eventually through hard work and consistency, you get to point B, which is like success. If that's what and you want to call think it. The, I think a huge part of it too is leaving your pride at the doorstep. Yeah, dude. I think oh, yeah. what people don't talk about enough is in those moments, like when you're making those TikToks and the ones that don't hit, now it's easy to like talk about like the climb. But like when you were making those TikToks, I think for anybody that's going to feel embarrassing, yeah. right? When like it didn't work. Yeah. And to be able to like swallow your pride and say that's okay because that's going that that's what's required yeah. as I'm shucking every noodle right. at good. the wall. That's you know good. what I mean? That's good, yeah. Uh, and I think because we're all so prideful as humans, 
uh, that part is the hardest for people who want success and but don't want to look stupid while trying. Right. Because failure, if you're if you're failing, you're dumb. Yeah. If you're winning, you're smart. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, but to win, you have to fail and look dumb. Yeah. Right? In, in like big ways, probably. Yeah. Too. Like, dude, like you I think about you. Yeah. You went through so much. Uh people telling you, like your parents and whoever else, like when you decided to quit your job. Dude, so many people were against you on that. Right. They told you not to do. That's right. the dumbest thing you can possibly do. Yeah. But like here we are at point B. And you would right. never be here now if you hadn't decided to burn the freaking shit, baby. Burn, burn the, the freaking shit, baby. Burn, baby Which burn. we even had. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even Jordan, talk. Jordan's laughing like so that? hard right now. Jordan, you should be thanking us. We're using your name in the <laughs> Let's try it again, everyone. This is good. Burn, burn the baby. Shit. Burn, burn. Uh, which we even had a moment this morning. Maybe this is too recent. We had a moment. We were all out at breakfast this morning. You posted a video uh-huh. yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, we all did this game show for people walking by outside. <laughs> yeah. And it just didn't perform as well as some other videos have. Yeah, for, absolutely. You know, your videos are all getting a ton of views, but like it didn't perform as well. We all just kind of moment of like, hey, we're sorry that happened. Next. Next. Yeah. Thank you. Next. Like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Because there's no waiting. Like, why would we? Yeah. Is on the next one. Right. Why would we sit around and wallow in that? And I feel like your response this morning was this like, you could just tell that you understand and know that the failure, right? That the video was, which it wasn't, but like, I guess would be deemed a failure because it didn't perform to a certain degree. Yeah. Like that's necessary. And it didn't even affect you this morning because you know that's like the the price you pay, the sacrifice right, right. to like keep climbing. Yeah, which is is a cool thing. Because I remember when you responded, it was just like, okay, yeah, next, mm-hmm. on yeah. to today. You know, yeah, I think that's what it takes, dude. Yeah, and you were right too about like the um, the you can't just look at the successes. Like for every day that we're out there making a game show or publishing a big thing or a new Lauren video comes out or whatever. There's like three days of just silence in our house when everyone's just like sitting on their computer with their headphones on. Oh yeah. Just D-bop. creating the Bob. Yeah. Ding dong. You yeah. know, we talked every what like five hours maybe. Yeah. Um, because that's really the ratio. Like what, what people see is just like the tip of the iceberg. And yeah. there's so many people like these kids in your DMS or whatever. And I've been there too, who just like want success, but don't want the work that goes behind it. Yeah. Um, then I've totally been, I, I remember, I used to think if I got in the right city, I would be successful. Or if I got the right amount of money, then I could make mm-hmm. something that would be successful. Or if I met the right person. And none of that was true. Like what it took was me just like creating, just right. getting up. Someone, the best, some of the best advice I've ever heard was just to get up and ply your field every day, mm, no matter on. what. Yeah. Just like get up, yeah. ply your field, get up, do the thing that you know you're supposed to do, no matter what the response is. Mm. And that was so game changing for me because I felt like I was always waiting on someone else to give me an opportunity. When really it was like, I just need to go and make opportunities. I need to go do, create, whatever. Cool. Yeah. I love um, that. Which has been really cool. Jordan, can I ask you a question? Please. Cool. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Here we go. Hold on tight. I'm holding on. <laughs> I think I'm a two out of 10, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, episode one of the Burn the Ships podcast. This is it right here. Uh, when Jordan of episode 100 looks back to jordan of today of episode one um what would what what would you tell what would you tell jordan of the future at episode 100 of this podcast what would Uh you say to him 
Man, what would I say to him? Um, I hope you haven't gotten fat yet. That's one. Uh, yeah. yeah, as it <laughs> yeah. is, it's inevitable. I feel like it is. <laughs> um, no, I would say... By the way, Jordan looks the best he's ever looked. He just did a 30-day diet, and he's looking slim. No alcohol, no bread for 30 days. He looks good. So, ladies, if you're listening... This is his application. His number is 911. Okay. That's it. That's what it starts (laughs) with, for sure. Um, That's good. I hope someone calls 911 over that. That's good. Um, No, what I would say is... I'd say that at this point... What the, what he needs to know and what he probably knows is that I just have like I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just know that I'm passionate about ideas and such, and I'm finding any avenue to do that. So if a hundred episodes from now I'm still creating this podcast and this is the thing that's helping me communicate really transformative ideas and helping people live different, then I'll keep doing it. Mm. And if I'm pivoting and I'm doing something else, then I'm gonna do that. You know, like I just I just know that I'm passionate about that. And I don't care what the medium is. That's good. Uh, and this is just an attempt at another medium. So the um, goal is the same. The mediums are changing. Right. Like I've been writing for a long time. Um, I write every Monday. I publish on a blog. And that's great. But like this is my attempt at another medium. And maybe 100 episodes from now, I need to try another one. Maybe yeah. I need to go to video. Maybe I need to go to something else. Maybe I need to be more in more live settings, whatever. Um, or maybe I would need to be like supporting other people so that they can communicate their ideas, whatever. Um. Yeah, this is just one medium for the same mission. Cool. That's a great answer. That's I like that answer. a lot. What's something that you you guys? This is. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. What's something you guys wish that you started five years ago? <laughs> Don't. Know I wish. I wish that I started my YouTube channel five years ago. Mm. Okay. I think I always had an excuse as to why I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And then finally decided that I was going to do it, and it worked out. But it was always like, oh, I need to do this before I do that. I need to do this before I do that. I always had excuses. Right. I wish I would have just, it would have been so much easier of an environment to do the social media thing five years ago. Right. But because I kept putting it off and saying it was going to be, this right now was too hard, here we are. So I, w- I think I could have had a lot of fun in the last five years if mm. I would have done that. If you would have just started it. Yeah, if I would have just done it. Even then. if it wasn't like perfect yet, right? Yeah, dude. Even if, I mean, like I've always been making videos, but I wish I was making more videos for myself instead mm. of just like, having people pay me to make them videos right. if that makes sense okay but at the same time i mean there's a plan for everything there's a reason i'm starting it now so you gotta right. be grateful i wouldn't change anything but uh that's yeah. something i wish i could have done wait so five years ago was 2015 right i was graduating college oh dude i graduated high school in 2015 oh wow that's oh, crazy Eric. so yeah i that's graduated crazy. college in 2015 yeah yeah okay uh what would i have started what would i have started in 2015 <laughs> Adult films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. Could have got a start on that earlier, huh? <laughs> you walk around naked so often, I just thought maybe. Yeah. Dude, that means a lot coming from you. Yeah, dude. You're Sometimes you're right on the porch. And- Me, bro? A, a 3 out of 10? It means a lot. <laughs> Preston's like a 12 out of 10. Oh, yeah, dude, is, dude. This guy? He's like a freaking... You would not... I'll post a picture for everyone, but yeah. man, he... I, I almost look Ooh. like... Like... <laughs> like what? Like if Jack Nicholson went back in time, remember what he used to look like? What? What? Of all people yeah. you could have picked? Exactly. Don't make fun of Jack Nicholson. I'm making fun of you. you Preston guys. looks like the kind of guy who uh, wiped out on a surf wave and then passed out and then you dragged him out of the ocean. 
<laughs> he's been in the sun for a little bit too long. No, he's I like, don't. I he, look like Jack Nicholson from he, 1975. He permanently looks like that. He put sunscreen in weird spots on his body, yeah. so he's got streaks like everywhere. Okay. So this is one way for someone to talk to another person. But uh, <laughs> no, you called Eric a three out of ten. <laughs> I really said a good tone. Yeah, yeah. you did. It's good. Um, anyway, welcome to episode one of Burn the Ships. Glad you're here. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's going really well. Let's yeah. hit a reset. Like, how great are things going? We're doing this great. Is great. Dude. Yeah, it's we're awesome. so entertaining. Uh, I was stalling and I was trying to think of something. I can't think of anything that I feel like I should have started. What about I, you, Jordan? I feel like I'm pretty satisfied with my decisions. I don't know. Good for you. Good for that, you. Dude. That's lame. What a lame. Response. We're happy for you. There's <laughs> nothing you wish you would have started. Five I'm glad years you ago. have no regret in your life. What if? What? Oh, uh, you know what? You know what? I wish I started like. Uh, putting money aside into one of those um that's like what an, i was gonna ask like yeah. a roth ira roth ira yeah. okay okay cool that's smart that's yeah. good that's, that's a good one smart okay i feel there like on uh family smart. food when they're like good answer good answer yeah. <laughs> thank you all right jordan what about you um five years ago i wish i think i wish i would have started just like going for it again like communicating um podcasts writing YouTube, whatever, anything at all. I wish I would have just started doing that. I think uh, I dreamt about a lot of things for a long time and I wish I would have just started to do it. And I, I think that is so much, like this whole thing is about courage, right? It's about like, how how do you be courageous? How do you do courageous things in this world? And so much of it, I think, is what we're saying is you just go do it. And, and, I, and who you're surrounded by. Oh, it's yeah. Just huge. like we were talking about about the it's house. Huge. When you see, when you're living... When you're sharing a bathroom with someone who is constantly, we do, we do. Hey, who's like constantly going for it and like coming up with new ideas and chasing those dreams. Yeah. It's inspiring, you know, versus if the people you surrounded yourself with were just like, I don't know, worked at corporate Toys R Us and got fired two years ago. Right. 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 Jeez, dude! Toys R Us is gonna make their Toys, money off this. We episode. like bringing jokes back later in the, in the podcast. Really, it's a huge theme. Toys R Us is big. You guys are gonna have to get used to that, okay? That's I thought this would be a podcast where I just played them all straight through, but now I'm realizing I'm gonna have to cut every interview <laughs> just like into the top highlights. <laughs> Preston, something crazy that we didn't talk about earlier okay. is you and I both um, the the closest we ever came before this was in the country of thailand wow thailand thailand we were both there we were, we're both, both there backpacking after college uh 2015 2016 oh i found something i'm sure you did <laughs> you guys you guys were living closer to each other when you were happened to be in thailand than you lived than you lived when you were in atlanta and you were in athens georgia yeah Oh, that's yeah. insane, dude. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? You guys had to go to a different country to live the same distance. <laughs> that's so crazy. 12 wait, hours. So. Wait, so explain to everyone where where we both were. Yeah, so this is really interesting. Um, and, and it has a larger point, but you and I both um, took just kind of like backpacking trips. Yours was much longer than mine. You went to a bunch of different countries. Um, Australia, Indonesia, right? Yeah. Um, Thailand, Cambodia, I don't know where else. And uh, I went after college. I decided to take five weeks and do Thailand, Cambodia, and um, went backpacked. But I had a friend. We, you and I both have a friend uh, named Mark who DM'd me while I was oh, out yes. there, or texted me and said, "Hey, there's this dude that I know who's out in Thailand, and his Instagram is Preston Goes." And so I look up your Instagram, and you were like, "I mean, you were maybe fifty miles from me." 
<laughs> so crazy. In this next town, I was in Chiang Mai, which is and like I was the, in I was in Pi. You were in Pi, which I was in like you know, um, and I was on my way to Pi. I was going there, right? And I think when I got there, I was like, if we're in the same town at the same time, I'll DM him. That's it. And so I went up there. Whoa! And are you okay? Sorry, I think a fly flew oh my, my mouth. God. Get out of here, fly! Get out of here, fly! <laughs> um, I went up there. You were gone. The next post, I went back the other day. The next post was you. Some girl's legs were next to yours. I don't know. Oh, uh, <laughs> So, yes, uh, we were very close to each other. What was your... You don't have to talk about her. That's fine. <laughs> but Maybe we don't. We were close. <laughs> um, no, we were, we were very close to each other in we this were. country. You traveled a ton. Yep. Um, Eric, you've traveled as well, not as much internationally. Um, yep. Some internationally, I know you yep. talked about, but not. Um, you've done all Europe. Of, I haven't done any. Um, I haven't done any like Southeast Asia. Yeah, you've like done that. Europe. Um, you've been all over the U.S., especially in the last little bit here. I feel like you've been all over. Yeah. Why? Why do you guys travel so much? What does that like do for you? Is it to find yourself? Is it to try new things? Is it? Does that travel like help grow you in some way, or is it just purely fun? And I don't think there's a wrong answer. Yeah, here. yeah. I feel like it depends what type of travel you're doing. Um, I know for me, recently travel has been like work, like business right. travel, which is a very different type of traveling. Uh, and yeah, if you were to talk to like you know backpacking Thailand, Preston of 2015, and uh, if he were to talk to me now and I was complaining about traveling for work, he would be so disappointed. He'd be like, what do you mean? You're getting to travel for free. This is crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it depends like what type of traveling you're doing. Um, because yeah, like when I think of um, traveling through Asia after college, it was this crazy eye-opening experience of like what the world actually was. And yeah, it just made me realize that I was lived in this teeny little privileged bubble of Alpharetta, Georgia, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like I learned a lot about myself and I had to like figure hard stuff out. And um, yeah, I, I, and it's funny because we joke about it. Oh, I'm trying to find myself in Asia because it's this like huge meme now. But right, totally. I'm sure there's like a huge part of you that uh, was found while you were backpacking, yeah. right? Yeah. Is that like, I definitely, there's, there's a huge, there's a lot of stuff that I learned while I did all that. Cause it was so scary, you know, to like do that. Cause I was alone. I Terrifying. didn't go with anyone. Yeah. It was so scary. And that was not normal at all to do in like Southeast US. Like that, like the whole backpacking thing at that time was like such a crazy notion, you know? I think that, um, Totally for me. The same thing. I learned what I learned the most from is when I got over there, um, did Thailand, Cambodia, five weeks by myself. Same. Um, it was just like living the hostel life, which is so fun. The best and, life. Um, people make fun of it, but it is awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, the biggest thing was that I got there and almost immediately realized that nothing that I used to identify myself by mattered anymore. Mm. It's like it didn't matter that I went to Florida State University. It didn't mm. matter that I was from Sarasota, Florida. It didn't right. matter that um, anything, like nothing that that formally mattered. It didn't none of like, hey, I have this mutual friend with you mattered. Mm. It was just me showing up in the lobby of a hostel and having to say, okay, hi, and then like, who am I? I really had to like ask right. myself that question: Who am I when I'm stripped of 
everything that I've been known by. I've been known by being a part of this friend group or by, Mm -hmm. you know, being from this place or whatever. And then, yeah, I got there and realized every single time I went to a new town, I got to experiment with like, okay, who am I when everything else is gone? Right. Were you like changing your personality a little bit to try to see what would happen? You know, <laughs> I feel like I would do that. <laughs> I on a small scale, yeah. I remember journaling and being like, "Hey, next time I meet people, I want to be more this way." Yeah. Really? Yep. Every That's time. Like what way? Like what more? Like I remember, um, I remember going to one town, and I was in that uh, for some reason. I was just so like cynical. Which town? Um, when I was in Siem Reap, Bangkok. I love Siem Reap. Um, no, when I was in Chiang Mai the second time, I was there the second time. Oh, and Chiang, I was, Mai. Chiang Mai. Yeah, I was just like down and cynical and stuff. And I remember writing in the journal, "Hey, next time I meet people, I want to be like a big fan of theirs. Like, I want to be, cool. I want to be loving, and That's I want to cool. be like encouraging, and I want to be." a lot of fun instead of being like the guy that sits in the corner and like makes fun of things. <laughs> and it took me just having all these iterations. Can you do an impression of that guy? No, that guy sucks. I'm <laughs> trying to get rid of him. Sure. Yeah. Like, you're like the Cody Co version yeah. of. That's why when we, I just discovered Cody Co because of you and I really connected with him, but I think it was like the dark part of me. That connected <laughs> with him. So I think it's bad for me to watch his. I really, like that's how we all, that's how we all feel when we watch his videos. <laughs> that's he is hilarious. He's very funny. I feel like, that that version who you're talking about was kind of like me in the beginning of the podcast when I made fun of the way Eric looks. Yeah, That's I look like I, I look messed up, so it's okay. Would I, you like to apologize? I'm here. I am here to say an official apology. I'm sorry. You're a four out of ten. Thank you so much, dude. <laughs> that actually means a lot. That actually means That's a lot. That's a big jump. That was a. That, that was a. We jumped up. That was a big jump. Two to four is a big deal. I wonder how people who are listening and don't know what I look like actually imagine that I look like after like Jonah Hill, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. super bad. I mean, like super bad Jonah Hill, like, not like not like Moneyball. Dude, Jonah you know Hill. how I keep getting compared to actually in real life though is um John, John Krasinski? Krasinski. I saw someone comment that over and over huh. again. Do you guys see that? Not as much. See, I, well, the I, thing about John Krasinski is that he's not an overly good-looking guy. He's oh. not ugly, but he's not like a good-looking guy. I think he's a good-looking guy. I feel like he's really come into his own okay. over these past few years. Sure. Uh, like Jim from The Office. Yeah. John Krasinski. That's who I imagine. Right. No, no, no. That's have you guys different. watched? Have you guys watched Some Good News, his new thing? Yes. Did it you watch it? so good. I have not watched it yet. I've heard Eric, it's funny. I know. Eric, I know. Oh, it come is on. awesome. You'd I love it. I sent it to you. I just watch my own videos on repeat, so I don't have time to watch his videos. You should definitely I just watch stare it. at myself in the mirror yeah. for nine hours straight. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, you no, I, need, I do need to watch that. It sounds yeah. awesome. What is um? You're not gonna watch it. Okay? I will watch it. Was it was number one on trending. All right, I don't pay attention. To that. I probably should. <laughs> Normally, I'm number one on trending. <laughs> I just like really dig into this person. We laugh because that's never happened. It's never happened. <laughs> never happened. Not even close. Not yet. It's gonna happen not next yet. video. Give it next another video. week. There we go. Hard transition. Yep. Nice. This is a this is a podcast about courage, boldness, risking it all. In a in a time when like we don't none of us are in the military you know we're like that traditional like run out into the battlefield and sacrifice or whatever what is courage in 2020 like what does that mean for someone today Ooh. Hmm. that's a big question i feel like can i i'll, I'll go first yeah Start uh i feel like we are currently in a uh, country in a nation in a, maybe a world of people who maybe suffer from uh, anxiety, 
depression, all these types of things is very real. Let's say definitely. I'm going to say definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People that suffer from uh, overthinking and like that type of thing. Uh, I would say courage is stepping into your purpose and deciding to really go after it. Whoa, I think that's Whoa. a courageous thing. Because the reason I say that is because every freaking person on the face of the planet has a social media account in which they fear judgment. They fear criticism. They fear the thoughts of others, which I think is where a lot of the anxiety piece comes from. And I think people with anxiety would probably agree with that. Uh, and if you're able to step through judgment, negativity, whatever that is, and take your, like, whatever you, whatever it is in your soul, I always say, like, whatever it is that you want most in your life, if you're able to, like, like everybody, I think deep, deep, deep down knows what that thing is. And if you're able to like step through all of these barriers that like social media and the internet and everything has put in front of you and actually decide to go after that thing, I would say that that was, that's true courage. Whatever wow. that is. Mm. Does that make sense? Just yeah. stepping into it. Yeah. Going after it. If Dude, if that's like volunteer firefighter, if that's like the guy at the office, if that is creating your own YouTube channel, if that's creating a podcast, if that's being videographer for Lauren, whatever that purpose is, it could be anything, but like doing that thing without fear of judgment, I would, I would say that that was, the and there's so, I mean, most people will never do that. Yeah. I think it's terrifying, dude. It's terrifying. So Completely. Um, that's what I would say. Hmm. Yeah. I can, uh, I can jump on that. <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's specifically what I gravitate towards with what you're saying is the, um, without fear of judgment. Cause I think that's like the biggest part, man is like, I need courage because of the fear that I have of how people will perceive me, you know? And I, I think that's something that we all deal with. And I think that is what stops us from jumping into these things that make us so nervous that yeah. you're like, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, because I'm so nervous to think like, Oh my gosh, what if this person perceives me in this certain way? Oh, that would destroy me. I'm not going to try. Um, yeah. So man, if, if we could really leave our pride at the door and like take a deep breath and step into that thing, um, yeah, I think life would look a little different, you know, yeah. uh, after Eric, after Eric's first video went big and got a lot of views, <clears throat> I remember asking you what like like what was your biggest takeaway from the whole experience and you got this look in your eye <laughs> it's kind of similar to the tone that you have now and you said something along the lines of man the things in our lives that scare us to our core those things that we think about and we dream about that just feel too crazy and make us so scared that we're not going to try this whole experience has taught me that those are the things that we need to go after. It's good. And when you said that, and the, you had this crazy look, <laughs> <in your eye. laughs> like you had just seen a ghost, yeah. but like you were pumped about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love seeing ghosts. Dude. Sure. Dude. Yeah. All the time. Um, I remember, I remember thinking about it a lot because of how you communicated it, because you were like living in the like peak of that decision, you know? Um, so yeah, anyone listening, I feel like that's such a cool thing to think about. Like just knowing that that scared, crazy, like pit in your stomach feeling when you think of taking a step into something that scares you, that that can be a green flag 
And like, oh, that's the thing you need to do. Yep. Because uh, usually the feelings that we're talking about, those are cues for us to run away. But if we could train ourselves to like, oh, wait, that's actually a really good feeling because that's a cue for us that, to step into that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, man, if we could like retrain our brains to, to like look for those moments, yeah. I feel like life would look a lot different. To look for the moments that otherwise look like, to most people look like red flags are actually right. green flags. Green flags. Absolutely. Start the podcast with that. Boom. Boom. Welcome to burning the burn the ships. Welcome to burning ships. Welcome to burning. It's a knockoff of Burning Man. (laughs) Welcome to Burning Man. We're gonna start a a competitor to Burning Man. (laughs) Uh, Man, I love you both a ton. And I love that we get to live here in this little house. Yeah. Big house. Big house. Enormous house. (laughs) Very large big house to pay such high rent. We're very rich. Yeah. <laughs> and by that mean, someone please Venmo us right yeah. now. I guess we need it. Uh, no, I love living here. I love living with you guys. It's been like one of the best random circumstances of my life to mm. just get to live here. And you guys encourage me to be more courageous and to like create and to get up and turn my red flags into green flags and to um, step into whatever my purpose is and like not be ashamed of that. And, uh, man, I appreciate it and love just being your friend and being your roommate. It's an awesome time. Um, great time, man. Great well, conversation. I feel like this is such a great way to start the podcast. Yeah, it's been an awesome. I, I, I think I've kind of forgotten that the microphones are here. Yeah. I feel like out. we're just like hanging it out. It really does. Yeah. It feels like any, especially on weekends. I don't know why we sit out there with coffee every once in a while and just yeah. like, I kind of feel like it's more intimate when we're here with microphones. We should just do this whenever we talk because we all have headphones on and we can all hear our voices. So in our ears. it is very intimate. And we're also in my bedroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no, thank you guys so much. Preston Summero, Eric Decker, uh, promo real quick. How do people find you guys? See your stuff. If they want to find you. Preston goes on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, MySpace, AOL, Instant Messenger. <laughs> add add Preston to your top eight. Please, it, please. Uh, at Arak, A-I-R-R-A-C-K on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I need some Twitter followers. I'm Twitter poor. Uh, whatever else. I don't know. That's <laughs> Twitter it. Poor. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even use Twitter, but... What about you, Jordan? Where can they find you? Yeah. <laughs> right here. If you found this podcast, you have found me. Wow. Hey, thanks, guys. This is an awesome time. What a pleasure. See ya. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. Real quick before you go, I've got big dreams for this podcast. I really want this conversation to spread and the audience to grow. So would you please help us out? Hit the subscribe, rate, review buttons on your podcast platform. Or if you found this really helpful, share it with a friend, share it on social media. I would love to see this spread around because I believe in the power of conversation around courage and fun. Have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening.